This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. He is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network, a job you saw him do uh, to a Marconi award-winning level uh, on Thursday night when the Dallas Cowboys beat the Seattle Seahawks 41 to 35 Cowboys put up 40 points like we thought they were completely capable of Brian. Uh, they also gave up five touchdowns in the process. It was not a a pretty game in a number of ways. But look, if we're going to sit here and, uh, you know, just drool and fawn over a uh, mid-level quarterback in Philadelphia and call him an MVP candidate for winning nothing but close games and talk about championship DNA, we got to say the Cowboys showed their championship DNA against the Seahawks by winning a game that in some ways they maybe should not have. Tell you what, man, you're bringing your fastball today. It's right around, <laughs> right around the knees. I, maybe, I came in, I maybe came into a little, the morning show. I came into the morning show on Friday with this. I walked into the break before we came on the air and I just started picking a fight with RJ choppy from our show. Yeah. I was like, so the, the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl now, right? Cause this is what the great teams do. They, they win every week like this. So the Cowboys yeah. got to win like this every week from now on. I'll tell you what it was. Uh, it was a nice victory. Uh, first time that you've had to face um, a team. Uh, you know what? It's I say face a team. It's you. You really you didn't really know what you were going to get from the Seahawks. You know, when you watch them on mm-hmm. tape, offensively they'd been struggling. San Francisco completely smothered them in the games I watched. Uh, the Rams, you know. It was not as not as a you know not as a, a a bad game for the Seahawks. I mean, but it just you didn't know. And you know, Seahawks were having struggles with the stop in the running game. I felt like their secondary was really good. I just I know Bobby talking about it. We were whether we were doing our shows or doing the podcast here, the Love of Star. Um, we were talking about could how would this game hinge? And, and I kind of felt like going in that it was. Whichever secondary played the best, and to be honest with you, neither secondary really played the best. You know, it, it really came down to it came down to some coaching decisions. It came down to some individual players. Um, if you look at the fourth down plays, the three fourth down plays, Tank Lawrence had a hand in all three of those plays. So there were some individual players. Micah Parsons, the rush at the very end. Uh, him to get home and tank to kind of cover for him on the with uh, with uh, Dallas the running back trying to get out in the flat. Yeah, DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas, but yeah, it, I just really didn't know what to expect from Seattle. I, I, but I knew I knew the skill at wide receiver was really good, and I felt like the skill in their secondary was really good. And you know, there's a couple of. The linebackers, you know, with uh, you know what you're what you're dealing with with Brooks and 
and others there. You know, I, I felt like that it was going to be a, a that type of game where it could be it could be tough. But man, both offenses, I, I just never felt like the other the defenses could really stop the other ones. But you know, fortunately for the Cowboys, it it turned into where they were able to to find something at the very end because. If you're a believer in body language and how a defense looks and how they come walking off the field and are they playing with that fire, the passion and all that, man, mm-hmm. Seattle took that from them. <laughs> they really oh, yeah. did. And then, you know, and all of a sudden they get the interception, but it doesn't lead to points. So now you're still th- you're still sitting there thinking, oh, geez, here we go. But, man, uh, it was – I know that when I was talking with Zach Wolchuk on the flagship station, 105.3 The Fan, the halftime show, I'm like – Somebody's going to have to make two stops in this game in the second half. Two stops could win this game for somebody. And, uh, you know, fortunately, it was your Dallas Cowboys that got those stops, and they were able to uh, to cash in when the opportunities that they, they got on offense. Yeah, and very specifically, two stops uh, coming from Jordan Lewis on third down plays. How about this that? Game. We, we were really we concerned were, we about Jordan Lewis. And, and Lewis was not – great at times i mean there were still times he got picked on the whole secondary got picked on deron bland who we'll talk about in a second had a really brutal first half uh, at times the safeties in this game were not great um and so when you you look at that it was absolutely huge i I don't think he had like an all-world game or anything but jordan lewis coming up in two massive moments and making two big plays are are huge and in fact when, when he has stepped up this year and this is the veteran value and the gamer value of Jordan Lewis is that when I think of him stepping up this year, it's been on third downs. Like he did the same thing against Washington. He had a big third down pass breakup on Sam Howell. Um, that was the one that I, we had talked about in the press box where Bland had actually gotten beat on a double move and Howell didn't see him and tried to go underneath. I think it was to Curtis Samuel and Jordan Lewis was right there, broke it up, forced a punt. Cowboys scored on the next possession. So Jordan Lewis has made big plays. He, he doesn't have a bunch of big pick sixes like Deron Bland, but he's made big pass breakups and big moments this season. And he came through in the Seattle game, even if it wasn't, you know, a, a great performance overall. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We were, we even brought up the, the fact of what if Seattle attacks him in this game? What if yeah. he's the guy that all of a sudden, uh, you know, <laughs> with Smith and Jigba, uh, going inside, you know, and 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 you know, maybe they move in, you know, maybe they're moving Tyler Lockett inside, you know, and that those were those are some legitimate concerns. But you're absolutely right. There's there's an element to Lewis's game that I feel like the more that people are critical of him, maybe he hears it. I I think he does. But he does. You know, you know, he, he yeah, it absolutely does. Every time, you know, somebody says, oh, we always block out the noise. They really don't. They don't block I'll, I'll, I'll give just a quick point on that note. Uh, he, he talked after the 2018 season, which was a really rough year for him just personally. Sure. Being that he, you know, Chris Richard came in here, didn't think he had the link to hang, and basically no. stuck him on the bench. And he, he was not one of – he was one of their three best corners at the time. It was sure. just he was he was being held back by something that was – outside of his control which was just his size but but he performed well and so it was frustrating but I remember he talked that off season the next year and his perspective was he said that bench made me a better football player yeah like being on that bench and and having to taste that bitterness it made me a better football player and I'm grateful for the bench and I think that he he's the same sort of way I think he's one of these guys who is absolutely grateful for criticism 
because I think he feels like it, it forces him to confront things about his own game. And some of the criticism, it is going to be size. It's going to be his age. It's going to be coming off of a serious foot injury. There's going to be only so many things within his control. But with it, what's within his control, he's going to give you everything. He is, and it uh, he's a big game player. There's times when you absolutely need him to step up, and he stepped up big uh, for your for your football team. And I uh, I, I was happy for him. I, I but I'm not gonna lie, I had my concerns about how they were going to attack him because I, I was you know I was trying to think about well, do you play bland some in the slot to kind of combat what maybe the Seahawks would do? Heck, poor Bland. He had his he had his hands full in that game oh, yesterday. But you know what, Bobby? If, if we if I could transition to him, and is that what you're planning on doing? Going to you gonna yeah yeah go, okay, go right okay. yeah. I watching the all twenty two this morning. I I was expecting to see a, a horror show, but it really wasn't a horror show. And I, and I say this in a way that. His coverage was good. Where the ball was placed was even better. You know, Gino was throwing some dots in that. First it was half. it was the you know the the slant that he gave up that was seventy three yards. I don't know if Geno Smith could walk the ball out there to Medkef any better than where he threw it. Now he didn't. Was get Wilson he- was Wilson too shallow? Man. I don't know, Bobby, what he was looking at, but they're playing like a cover two look. Okay, for folks out there, if you don't understand the cover two, it's the two safeties on the hash. And all of a sudden, it's like Hooker goes out to his left. He's on off in coverage trying to help. And Wilson, instead of, instead of staying on the hash, because there was no threat, I don't know, but he stepped up. He stepped mm-hmm. up, and it forced him then to have to adjust back to his right. But there was no threat. I don't know what he was stepping up to. And so now you've got, you know, you've got uh, Metcalf breaking on the end, of the, and then you've got well, the slant. And so he's outside, and then you've got Wilson stepped up and then trying to adjust going back. Yeah, that ball was in a perfect spot. But if if Wilson just kind of holds his ground, there's probably a collision right there. Or maybe there's, you know, maybe there's a pass defense, or maybe it's a catch and a gain of, you know, but not a gain of 73. There were a couple right. times where these safeties in this game were, you know, the whole the 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 the, the third touchdown that Metcalf got when he was running by himself in the end zone. I I don't know. I mean, Bell Bell is carrying an inside route. I don't know what Curse was looking at. I I mean, Curse just Curse just goes diving down, you know, diving down inside and across. And here comes the route from Metcalf, who you know Gilmore is like fighting through all kinds of things to stay with, and he's in good shape until he has a collision with Curse right there in the middle of the end zone, and now it's an easy throw. This has been you know, a bad year for J. Ron Curse. It's there's a lot of struggles going on right now with the safety group, and I, I know myself. I've been super critical of Hooker and the, some of the safety play, and it's just something that I felt like watching. I, I was like watching in camp. I'm like, 
you know, I know these pro football focus grades say this, but to my eye, they need to be better here. They need to be better. I, I get the grade. Oh, he's an 89. He's a, you know, and then they signed him that contract extension. And I'm like, okay, I'll keep my mouth shut. But his grade from PFF, I've seen has kind of gone down. You know, it's mm-hmm. gone from where it was to, you know, and I, and I don't hear as many people anymore. Maybe I, I hear the noise too. When people, oh, you know, you you said this guy, you know, what what the hell? You know, I'm like, okay, well, just watch. And I, I think as a whole, this safety group has really, really struggled. But let me swing back, if I could, to, to Bland. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the thing that bothered me, it was a third and two, and they're, he's playing off coverage, and it's a throw to – it's a throw uh, to, um, to Lockett, I believe. Was it – no, it, it was might be Smith and Jigba. Throw to them, but it was an out, and it went for nine yards. And it's third and two, and he's playing at depth, you know. And on the look on the other side of the, on the film, you know, Gilmore's up on Gilmore's up on his guy, and and so you're wondering what did he miss the did he miss the coverage? Did he miss the call? You know, why on third and two are you playing at depth? And you know, it's just yeah. a simple simple nine yard play. And I go, man, that's not like this guy. But the two passes that went down the field. And, you know, and then unfortunately for the pass that Smith and Jigba was ruled an incomplete, there was a touchdown. You know, for the, for the Cowboys, it was fortunate it was ruled uh, incomplete, but he was just in bad shape. I mean, that, that point of it was, you know, he's, he's in a mode where he's trying to kind of stay in balance and he really wasn't staying in balance. But not, but not every one of his reps, the, the guy should have had two interceptions this game. If you remember, yeah. there was a pressure, the fourth down, the fourth down play. I think the second fourth down play, uh, Tank gets really good pressure. And so Gino's throwing it off his back foot. He just throws it outside, and he overthrows Smith and Jigba, and, and Bland's standing right there trying to adjust to get the ball. He could have had two interceptions in that game. Could have been a train wreck game for him in the first half. Second half could have had two interceptions. You know? But that's that's kind of what you're dealing with right now. But I... I just watching the all twenty two. I wasn't, I wasn't discouraged by him. I just felt like the Geno Smith and the combinations of the routes and the way these guys finished their routes was a was a, was a problem in this game for him. But yeah, know, fortunately and, they got the win. You know, and, and like we just said, the safeties have have as much blame, if not more, as some Ooh. of the corners at this mm. point. The safeties just have not been good this year. Um, but you know, yesterday, Geno Smith, like you said, he was, he was throwing really, really nice. He had some really nice throws in the first half. Cowboys locked in in the fourth quarter. I think he closed the game going six of 15. Yeah. He's not nearly as productive down the stretch when it mattered most. He, he kind of, you know, fell off a little bit in this game and that's what was able to make the difference for the Cowboys on defense. At one time, Bobby, I think this team was eight of nine on third down Yep. at one time. And then I think they ended nine of 15 is yeah. what they did. So, you know, hats off to the Cowboys on, you know, third down. And I mentioned the fourth down stops and what, you know, every time I, I, I watch Tank Lawrence play, it just reminds me of how special a player he is. His ability to play run, pass, his ability to understand uh, the magnitude of the play, magnitude of where he needs to be. Sometimes you think like he's guessing. No, he really knows that the ball's going to go here. So he takes a hard inside charge, gets around, cross, tackles, 
Charbonneau in the in the backfield. You know, ball goes to Cowboys. Big play right there. You know, I mentioned the rush where on fourth down it's an overthrow. The play on the final play with Parsons. You know, that's that's Tank Lawrence. If you if you've ever had a problem with Tank Lawrence, I really don't know why because he's capable of making those plays that he's uh, that he made in that football game. He was a big reason why you were able to get off the field with a victory uh, yesterday. Absolutely. That fourth down stop is probably the play of the yeah. game. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that that honestly saves this game for the Cowboys in a yeah. game with no punts, by the way. Uh, you are listening to the Love the Star podcast, the Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.